Hey everyone, and welcome back to Any Crack with me, Shannon Callahan. Hey everyone, welcome back. I hope you are doing well, and I hope you got a chance to listen to last week's episode and that you enjoyed it. And just, yeah, let me know if you want any more kind of talks and discussions like that one. And then for this week, we're kind of shifting gears again. So I'm just trying to spread the content around a bit, I suppose, and see kind of what interests you all. And I've had a few people ask me if I would have my mom on the podcast. So today you are getting the gift that is Debbie, (laughs) my mom, um, coming on. And we chatted about kind of the process of me coming over and what that experience is like for her as a parent but then also just kind of how we stay in touch she shared some favorite memories of me and we played a little what's your favorite Irish accent game so I won't spoil it too much more than that but without further ado for the first time of potentially more we'll see if she agrees to do it again but for the first time um, I hope you enjoy this chat with my mom and me. <laughs> but so where we'll start, just give a little brief intro. Who are you? I'm your mother. Uh-huh. I am the person that brought you to life that you owe your life to. <laughs> Starting <laughs> off. Mama, Mamza. So strong. Starting yeah. off so strong. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so you're, is that your only identity, is the woman who brought me into this world? Yeah, I brought you into this world. That's it? That's the only identity? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's nice. No other identity of bringing any no. other children into this world. So that's Oh, fine. I brought three children into this world, none of which are my favorite, by the way. That was not the order of questions. <laughs> That was a question for later when we were getting on so well that you said, today, you're my favorite. Uh, No, I don't have favorites. It's not Sophie's choice. Okay. Well, you can say what your favorite thing about me is. And maybe perhaps I'll say my favorite thing about you. Uh, My favorite thing about you is your quick wit your thoughtfulness, and of course, my eyes. My favorite thing about my mother is how she never ceases to amaze me. But let's start at the beginning of this journey, shall we? So the whole point of the podcast is me talking about my experiences assimilating to life in another culture. You would know this because you're a big fan of the podcast. You listen in every week. And so you've been with me on the journey from day one of me deciding to go to Ireland. So let's talk about this little journey here. Do you, Let's travel back in time, shall we, to me announcing that I was going to be going to Ireland. Did it surprise you? Did you have any feelings? Were you excited? It didn't surprise me. I knew you always wanted to go abroad again, so it didn't really surprise me. And I knew you being um, thrifty, we're going to try to do it in one year instead of two. 
Um, and we talked about if this wasn't really what you wanted, you still could go back to, you know, uh, the University of Colorado at Boulder, if that's really where you, you know, thought had the best um, curriculum that you could do two different uh, grads. So no, it didn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this is, I like one of the things that we've always kind of, well, you've always said to me, when like I'm trying to figure out how to make a decision is like you can do anything for a year. So you can always just kind of give something a go. And if it doesn't work out, what do you say? You say you can always come home. Right. Isn't that right? Yes, that was true. Yeah. So then kind of what's been as we go on and obviously like there was COVID where I wasn't coming home. Um, but typically like I come home like every what, six months? You know, what's the most difficult part of having your most quick-witted and sometimes favorite child away from home? I don't look as you being... The only time I feel that you're very, very far away is when you, like, get bit by a dog or start a fire. You know, those are the only times that I feel like you're really un unreachable. Because even when you were in D.C. or Philly, we didn't see each other all that much. We talk a lot. So it's not, yeah. to me, it's not really different other than when you have a crisis, mini crisis. <laughs> I hadn't talked about <laughs> the fire on the podcast. <laughs> and now I have to probably go back and tell that story. Or did I say it? I don't remember. I don't think I, don't I did. Think I think I left it quite vague. <laughs> But that was an accident for the listeners. Right, that, but, that right. but when you were getting kicked yourself. out of accommodation because yeah. <laughs> I accidentally started a small grease fire that lasted 10 seconds and caused incredibly minimal, some would say 80 euros worth of damage only, but I got kicked out for it. That's the story. Yeah. So where my mama bear instinct kicks in, I couldn't help you because I was across right. the pond. Right. Oh, across the pond, that, Debbie. Look at you <laughs> picking up a lingo. But other than that, I don't really view you as being um, like far, far, far away in my mind. Mm. It's a good coping like I said, strategy. In D yeah, in D.C., Philly, we talked a lot, but you didn't come home a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well... No, I did come home a lot in D.C. because that's when I had to come home every few weeks because of my tooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, for the people listening who don't know this story, I can't have a normal thing happen to me. So when I got an implant put in because I had a baby tooth that a permanent tooth never grew in behind it and that baby tooth came out, the implant also came out. and <laughs> I had to get the implant put back in, so... That was so I did actually come home a good bit when I lived in DC, but I get what you mean. Like it's not, you know, you came in and out every weekend. Yeah. Yeah, you were in and out. You yeah, were in work, up at yeah. the train station and brought you home. Yeah. Brought you it was back very to the quick. train station. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> the unfairness there's a lot that's happened since. <laughs> so going back in time again to when I was a thrill seeking child with a lot to say and 
no desire not to say it. Did you always expect this would be my path or did you think I would do something different? This I being think, moving abroad and, you know. I figured you were going to be a politician. But why did you think I was going to be a politician? Because you always had an answer for everything. I remember when you were a little baby and I used to go to Dr. Schaefer when you're well baby and I'm like, she's not talking. She's not talking. And I was concerned and he said, nah, don't worry about it. She's got a big sister to do all her talking. But when she starts, you're going to wish she never did. And boy, he couldn't have been. <laughs> so, <laughs> he couldn't have been spot on. <laughs> Which is why I had a podcast. Maybe you should have dreamed that for me. I've found good outlets for my social abilities. One of the questions that my friends have asked me to ask you is for a favorite memory of me as a child. I have lots of favorite memories of you, actually, and seriously. There was one time when you, I think Tara had, so you had to have been like two, I would guess, and Tara would have been Maybe, maybe you were like 18 months old, Tara was four, I don't know. Anyway, and it was at daycare and they had one of their Christmas programs and you stayed back with one of the teachers um, and they took you to dinner and whatever. And then when dad and I came, the minute you saw me is you got down and ran to me and yelled Bobby! and jumped up in my arms, melted my heart actually. And the other memories are like of you in the back seat. You know, I never, when the kids were in the car, never listened to regular radio. We always had the CDs in back then. And of course we had all the Disney CDs and you and your love to sing Hakuna Matata. I watch you guys in the back seat singing Hakuna Matata. Yes. Just smiling and bopping to the music and singing. Mm -hmm. And how you always wore people probably don't know this but you never wore pants you always wore dresses when you were little dresses and high heels mm -hmm. and you had dorothy shoes mm -hmm. and we always used to joke that when you got older you were going to be able to outrun anybody in heels so we didn't have to worry about you you used to like to dress yourself and that was not a battle i was gonna engage in. I used to pick my battles and you wearing plaids and florals was not, you know, if you, that's what you wanted to wear, go at it. That's what the kids do nowadays, mom. It's fine. I think we'll stop there on the favorites because I have a feeling they're just going to get really embarrassing from here on out. <laughs> Next question from the fans. <laughs> Is there anywhere in the world that you haven't visited? that you would like to visit because you used to have you used to have a travel bug you were a little apparently allegedly before i was born you were all traveling all over the place so italy yeah mm -hmm. so italy first well no then... ireland first <laughs> oh interesting segue debbie what why haven't you been to Ireland yet? COVID? Uh-huh. Hey. Is that it? I don't like traveling anymore. I'm too old for that shit. Anywho, but you will be proud. 
mm-hmm. and shocked. Guess what my ta- what? Guess what I did yesterday? Booked flights to Dublin. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> what did you do? Did something else that booked flights to Florida. Drove, no. drove to a travel agency. That is true. You went to AAA and you exchanged euro because it's one to one. I bought euros. Yes, I did. Yep. Uh, there it is. <laughs> she bought euros because the exchange so rate is in the right one direction. to one. Well, they they have their little uh, fee on top of it, but I actually went to the bank and then went to AAA. I bought some at the bank and I shouldn't have because the bank was higher. And I went to AAA and bought some more at AAA. So now I okay. know only go to AAA. So now she has money to spend. But mm-hmm. no flights. Not yet. <laughs> okay, great. So it's also today's date is September the eleventh, twenty twenty two. And for those of you listening, whenever this comes out, the plan is for them to come for Christmas, which is in approximately three months. So stay tuned if that happens. What would you be most excited to see slash do if you came to Ireland? The places that you always talk about. So like the National Museum, Dublinia. Just like to put, you know, names with kind of faces or places. Yeah. Things you always talk about. Where you got bit, you know, things like that. <laughs> we'll do a walking tour of Dublin <laughs> where I point out where I got bit. Okay, we can do that. Okay, so just like the places that I've worked or whatever you want to just Where would see. you take, where, where, well, because you know I don't drink. So where would you take me? Um, I would probably take you to those places. But also, there's a few things that like I haven't done, like a few places I haven't been to. So I'd probably bring you guys along. Like there's a place called the Little Museum of Dublin and it tells like Dublin history. So I'd probably like go there with you guys or whoever wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's like some little cafes and restaurants on my list that I'd probably book us into because they're whatever about them sticks out to me that I think you guys would also enjoy. We probably wouldn't go to Guinness with you, but I would imagine Timmy would want to go. At least Tara would want to go. So, um, probably there. In du- and that's just like Dublin specifically, right? And then if we were going to go elsewhere, we'd probably go see Tim in Galway and he could take us around Galway. And then... um. We could go to, well, I suppose it just, yeah, it depends on what Tara and Timmy want to do. And, like, if the weather's not too great, that might change some of the, like, outdoorsy things that we could do. But there's plenty of other places to go. I keep a list on my phone. It's, like, my Dublin to-do list. And it has, like, places in Ireland as well. So I'd probably just pick a few of those. We could also go to Italy for a weekend within the days that you come, if you guys wanted. Really? Well, yeah. It's not that. It would take like two and a half hours, three hours, depending on where we were going. So we could just do a little weekend away as well, if you wanted to go to, well, where would you want to go in Italy? No, Sicily. Sicily. Yeah, yeah so. we'd go to Sicily. Yeah, 
We could go to Sicily. That could be kind of cool because I'm sure they'd have lots of stuff for like, not that Ireland isn't a place to go to be in for Christmas because like Catholicism, but also like I'm sure there'd be nice Christmas markets and things in Sicily. Ooh, actually that's what we could do um, when you were here is go up to Belfast for the Christmas markets up in Belfast as well. I'll make a list once I have the dates. Travel agency Shan is ready to go. Okay, so the next thing we're going to do is your favorite guest that we've had. So I'm going to have you rank the Irish uh, accents that you've heard. So I'm going to play them back for you. And then you're going to tell me which one you liked the most. Because what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, with this. <laughs> I already know which one it is. Didn't you have a bartender on? I had Brian, yeah, from Mayo, yes. who just automatically Brian. You I don't even want to rehear the other ones. Go ahead. So oh, this is I... Brian. Spin the bottle. You're not doing that. It, You're yes, that's who it is. That's your favorite? Yes. He's it's the only Brian's. one that had a truly, who truly, I shouldn't say truly Irish. I think he was, like, Tim doesn't have an Irish accent. Yeah, well, Tim's not Irish. <laughs> Neither is Naya. <laughs> but even I obviously don't want to seem how much like the cultural like historical cultural knowledge people have for Ireland, but it was a quite an impoverished the, country. That's South Ireland. Dublin. The Brits ruled the largest. And then we had Kara and Ashling. I am an archaeologist and a historian. Uh, I currently work at a museum. So my name is Ashling Dunn and my background is practice-based art and art history and I... And then the other one is Dermot. Uh, so my area of interest is primarily modern art history. That's all. I think that's all of them. Gosh, I don't want to offend anybody. Yes, that's all of the Irish people who have been on it. I still think it's Brian. I don't know why he's, why his dialect is different. Because he's from Mayo. He's from the west of Ireland. So he's from where people think Ireland is. Like, this is, like, he's from where, when people think of Ireland, they're like, oh, that's the real Ireland. We can go to Mayo if you want to be surrounded by accents like Brian's. Um, who would you put in second place? They're all, they're all, they're all different. I don't know. What that's the asking? point. Yeah. Because no, I wanted... I'm not going to offend anybody. Brian has oh. the thickest Irish accent, in my opinion. What I okay. think of when I, you know, maybe Americanized. Irish movies, whatever. I mean, that's what I think. That's of. what you think of is how. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you have it, folks. Do you have any questions for me about my life here before we wrap up for the day, for this recording, for this? Episode? Knowing what you know now, would you do it again, or would you choose a different college? Mm, no, because the reason I didn't go to Boulder was because of how stressed they were. And I knew I didn't want to be working myself 
to the point where like I didn't even want to explore the area that I was in like I remember the girls saying to me that I was when I visited like I asked them if they were like hiking clubs or climbing clubs because you know they're at the foothills of the Rocky Mountains and I remember them saying oh I don't know I don't have time for that and it just I didn't um yeah that just didn't sit right with me and then with the Paris one yeah I remember my concern with that one was not being sure if I wanted to commit myself to decorative arts which is funny because then I interned in a decorative arts museum um but I I wasn't sure if it was too specialized for the kind of thing that I wanted um so I think what I probably would have done was if like if I go back I'd maybe apply to like one or two more programs but I'm happy with the choice that I made and like what it's brought for me and like ultimately like as I've talked about in like my writing and stuff like ultimately like a part of me did pick it because I've like you know dad never got to come here and so I wanted to like feel connected to him in that way so I probably would have still ended up picking it because that would have just been on my mind as well um but yeah so what's your favorite memory of me growing up when you were younger um growing up my favorite memory of my mom um I liked when we would Tara and Timmy would go outside and help dad in the garden and then we would stay inside and we would bake all day or like or if he, like Tara was inside helping like we would like be making our like cooking show and we'd be just kind of, you'd be teaching us how to make the whatever things we were making um bake cd whatever yeah just kind of baking and cooking in the kitchen I always remember being like super proud because my mom was a really good baker so like whenever we had like treats needed in school I knew that I'd have like the best ones yeah. <laughs> I'd say that was probably yeah those are probably some my favorites and then yeah just up at Lake George just like hanging out you had to change anything about your childhood what would it be in a light-hearted way if I could change anything about my childhood I would have not played soccer um, and I would have been a dancer instead in a really? light-hearted and fun way yeah I always wanted to be a dancer why didn't you say that um because it was too late like when all like all the girls you know in that I ended up being friends with in like middle and high school like a lot of them obviously were cheerleaders but they also had dance backgrounds and like the ones who weren't cheerleaders had dance backgrounds as well a lot of them and like I would go to their shows and things and it just seemed really fun and I never yeah I just never said it because I was too busy trying to do what Tara did I guess and it was only later that I was like oh I really want to be a dancer interesting yeah that's what I would change but even that like I don't know wasn't the worst thing in the world playing soccer certainly but 
just wasn't very good at it. I would have liked to have learned that I had sports-induced asthma at a younger age so that I would stop thinking that I was just really bad at playing and really out of shape and actually known that it was just I had a condition that made it really difficult for me to play a highly active sport. <laughs> Which probably would have been the same problem. I probably would have run into the same problem if I had become a dancer, but... You were a very good goalie, though. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. I was afraid of the ball. <laughs> I, was, I was not a good goalie. <laughs> I was not. When you were little, you were. I was good at watching the game and paying attention and noticing what was coming. So I suppose, yes, that would have made me a decent goalie because you get to kind of see what's happening and then get ready when it's your turn to do your bits. But I think you're also thinking of Tara as being the better goalie. Well, I remember when Mr. Ander Anderson came up to you after a um, indoor game, gave you a big hug. How did you run the head like that and told you good job because you had won the game? Oh, I don't have that in my memory bank, but thank you for giving it to me. Uh, any other questions? Flipping the script? Nope. Okay, well then we're going to wrap up. I will do an outro separately thank you yeah, let me, for coming on you gotta let me approve the editing <laughs> yes i will try to start editing it this week and then you can listen to it and tell me if you like it how about that okay but thank you mom i love you i appreciate you i love you too